What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Final Checkpoint. My name is Joel. And I'm Ben. This week, we're going to be talking about our resolutions as the new year approaches for 2020 gaming style. But first, let's take a look at what we've been playing, Joel. What have you been playing? <laughs> Before we get there, I do have to cover where you can find this podcast because I think I forgot that last week. <laughs> So, of course, you guys can find this podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, Stitcher, and thegamefanatics.com, as well as Anchor.fm, where we basically post it initially to publish everywhere else. Um, and, yes, you can also email in at finalcheckpointpod, finalcheckpointpod at gmail.com. Good Lord. <laughs> what? What a day. <laughs> what is going on? Ugh. We're a mess. But it's okay, because we're here. Talk about a lot of video games. I'm excited to talk about games that we're playing. Good. Um, one in particular that I know you'll enjoy talking about is Resident Evil 2 Remake. Finally. Yes, finally. I have been playing the shit out of this game the last two days in a row. And my wife has been kind of sitting around and watching me play the game and helping with puzzles and kind of like egging me on to play it because there will be times where I'm like, this game is kind of stressful and I kind of want to take a break. <laughs> she's like so are you gonna play that game or what <laughs> but yeah it's um i just let's see i just got out of the sewers i'm in the let's see i'm in the i guess the clinic in the lab or the science lab yeah lab, so i'm in okay. the lab i just got through like i just got the third level id band oh no the second level because there's like i think one two three four four levels for the id band the wristband it's okay. been a while, but yeah, it sounds about right. But yeah, you need to access like different doors to go to different things. So I stopped there because I realized I don't have the flamethrower and so I'm kind of like fucked against all these plant things. Oh, so yeah. I need to do some backtracking to go get the flamethrower. I don't even remember. Where I have that a feeling is. that's what I need because I'm like running out of bullets here and they're not super effective against that thing. No, well, they got weak spots on them. I keep going for their head. Is that not the weak spot all the no, time? No, no, not because they have um like those orangey growths on them. I think maybe they're kind of green and like red. Maybe it's red. Um, but yeah, they have little things on them you can shoot. I don't know if they die though. I don't even hmm. remember where the flamethrower is. To be honest with you, so I know it's in the sewers. Um. It's oh, like, is it in that puzzle room? Where it is. Yeah, it's where you go get the yeah. uh, the king and the queen. Um, it's plugs. with the doors. The you have to figure out a way to have the door open with both sides and whatever. Well, what's weird is when you get to that door, it's like locked. Yeah. Well, because you need the there's the like pieces for the other side, and then it's a whole thing. Maybe I'm gonna have I to go back so. there because there's. There's two guns I'm missing. I'm missing that flamethrower gun, and then I'm missing the mag. Oh, that's in the police station. Yeah, I have to go all the way back to figure out how to get that. But, man, that so I've, I've known about Mr. X for so long because of all the sure. videos and shit that I see on Twitter. But even though I knew he was coming, that first moment when he lifts the helicopter yes. out of the way, uh -huh. <laughs> oh, my God, it still scared the shit out of me. And then just every now and then you open the door and he's just standing there and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, my. So it really is so cool to just have him appear out of seemingly nowhere. But you can always – that's what's so good about that game's sound design is you can always kind of hear him thumping around. You can hear his footsteps. Yeah. yeah. That uh, – It is – That reveal is so good, <laughs> too. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a, a really good game, and I can see why it got, like, the critical praise – that it got last year That's i will true. still tell you that it is not like me and horror games do not mix i have been playing it i've been stressed out like there are times where i felt really good like wandering around the police station until mr x showed up because now i know he's everywhere and so are the liquors oh yeah you gotta watch out for those it, yeah and so like i went from like being relaxed and running around trying to solve all these puzzles to like now i'm constantly stressed because not only was he at the police station but he's also roaming around like that other area that I was in before the sewers and oh, yeah, yeah. but man I I do really like the game it's really it's really good I just can't wait to finish it <laughs> because it's like stressing me out so much well you don't have too much left um 
Yeah, I feel like I'm kind of nearing the end because I, I feel like the story's kind of building up to, to near the end of it. But uh, even then, I, I feel like I might want to still go back through and play as Claire and do the that playthrough. I recommend it because um, um, you're going to have different weapons. All her weapons are different, yeah. and it really does change the game. And there's different scenario yeah. stuff too. I might play that one on an easier difficulty because I have not changed my difficulty at all. I just want to get through it on normal. No. We'll and then maybe I'll go next next time with, <laughs> with not such a – oh, man. Like, I, I love it, but, like, I was – earlier I was like, man, I need to step away and take, like, a little bit of a break. It's a little intense. <laughs> but it's it's really good, man. I'm really loving it. And it actually makes me really excited for, like, RE3 remakes. Yes. Um, when that comes out because I – even though, like – like, I hate puzzles in, in games. I hate... I mean, like, some puzzles are okay. Like, this stresses me out a little bit, but it's not that bad. Um, and I definitely mean horror games do not mix, so this has been, like, a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not because I'm, like, constantly scared. It's just, like, I don't like playing and feeling tense the whole time. And I get that way with Sekiro also. So, like, I have to take breaks from them for a little bit before I go back and play it's more. so interesting. I don't feel tense playing yeah. either of those games. I think I just, like, I, I feel like I get stuck and then I can't, I'm not, like, enjoying myself. And that's kind of the problem. Hmm. Like, if I'm not enjoying myself, then I need to take a break. And I do that with lots of games. I do that with League of Legends. No. I do that with, um, like, Apex Legends when I'm playing that. So A lot, lot of Legends, Legends really. Um, Legends of Legends, Dragoon. Like... Yeah. Mobile Legends, which is on my oh, phone. Like, Legends. yeah, I take breaks from it. <laughs> that must be Legend of Zelda. Legends of Zeldas, <laughs> yeah. Legends of Zeldas. Exactly. <laughs> 100 Zeldas drop onto the map. Oh. Everyone still thinks it's Link. Uh-huh. Is that Link? <laughs> yeah, it is. Is that Link? <laughs> but, yeah, that's a uh, – it's been a treat. It's definitely been a treat of a game. And I've been shooting those stupid little vermin statues mm. everywhere. Been trying to get those. I don't think I – I don't think I've gotten all of them. I think there was one point where I didn't have any ammo to shoot one, and I kind of got upset. <laughs> There's definitely – it only happened to me on my first playthrough – but there was a point when you go to that parking garage uh, below mm -hmm. the police station where I had so little ammo and there were dogs running around and it was this <laughs> horrified panic of how do, I, how do I survive this? How do I get through these dogs? I yeah. guess I just got to run through the room with the dogs. I don't know what to do. I, don't know what to... I, I, love, I love shit like that because the, the game yeah. is, is yeah. perfect for me. I love that over-the-shoulder style where it is slower and it is about ammo conservation god that that game's good i did i told you i replayed like the first third of it oh yeah yeah, yeah. it's freaking excellent it, oh my god oh and it, about the liquors and mr x i believe the liquors don't spawn if mr x is in the room in the hallway maybe maybe I think so i'm wondering um, like I um, like there, I just run through those guys. Like I don't even try to kill them, and then I um I avoid like the dogs. Like somehow I got through that parking garage when they're in there, and you're running back from the jail cell after you free after you like open mm -hmm. it to go to the other way, and I somehow avoided them the whole way there. But I was very low on ammo like through most of that part. So, like, when I opened up the jail cell to get the, the parking pass, I, like, ran. I just ran through that area. <laughs> I didn't even stop to, like, kill anybody or go back in those jail cells. Because I'm assuming there's items in there, but, like, maybe not. Because I figured they're just zombies. Why would they have items I'm on? not sure. Uh, you can look at the map and it'll tell you if there's any items in the room. So I Oh, shit, that's right. Yeah, I, I think there's no items because I would have wanted the items. Yeah. Sounds I, like me. I like the, the whole idea of, like, okay. I have very little ammo. I'm looking at the map. I'm like, I need to go from here to here. I already know what's in here. <laughs> I know what to avoid in here. Like, I love that part of the game, like, where you do have to kind of sit and strategize a little bit. Yes. And and then you're, like, going through and every you're, everything's going as planned. And then all of a sudden something happens and you're kind of, like, thrown off your game. And you're like, oh, shit, I forgot where I'm going. I just run into a random <laughs> yeah. room. I forgot the crank. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, the crank. Oh, that shit. fucking crank. God damn it. <laughs> Yeah, that, that game is phenomenal. I was doing the top five games of the year, and I was writing, I was writing some of that today, and I got to that game, and I'm like, I don't even know what to say. This game is just perfect. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's it's really good, man. I mean, I tried playing like Evil Within, um, when it first came out, and I've played like Resident Evil four and five all the way through, 
Um, I'm trying to think what I'm, I don't think I ever played six, but like I've played these types of games and really like, I do like them to a certain point, but um, like, I like this game as far as the way it feels, the way it plays, mm-hmm. the environment, the characters. Um, but me and horror games are definitely not, not good friends. Well, it's not like it's Outlast or something. Yeah, no, I won't play that no. shit. Too Anyways, much. I've taken enough enough time with Resident Evil 2 because it's a great game to talk about. Um, ben, why don't you hit us with one oh of Oh, my gosh. Um, I've been waiting to hear about this, too. Which one? The one I'm assuming you're going to start with based on your list. Oh, the first one? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now, did you play Life is Strange 1? So I tried to play it, but I'm definitely not into those types of games, but I love the stories sure. in them. I think, yeah, the story is obviously the, the best part. I think you would like Life is Strange 1 just because it is, like, Degrassi most of the time. Yeah. I imagine it's, like, a mix of Degrassi and, like, X-Men kind of. In a way, yeah. Um, so I love Life is Strange 1. I think it's one of my favorite games of this generation. Um, with some of my favorite characters. I love that game. And I was very hesitant on Life is Strange 2 because it's different protagonists. It's the same universe, but different you know, main characters. Yeah. But all the episodes came out, and they're on Game Pass. Yay. Yay. Hello, Game Pass. And I, so I started that, right? And also, this was helped by Kind of Funny did, like, a spoiler cast thing with the developers on, and so I wanted to watch that uh, to kind of have more insight and, and whatever. Life is Strange 2 is very much worth the play. That's a weird way to, to okay. describe it. I liked it a lot overall. Um, uh, but I, honestly, my favorite parts of the game... I'm not going to spoil anything, but my favorite parts of the game are there's a couple moments that tie into the first game. I loved that. And there's this one character that only exists really mainly in the in the first episode, and she's incredible. I love her and her dynamic with Sean, the main the main older kid. But she's only in the first episode, and it just kills me that my favorite character is is not even like a main character. But anyway, <laughs> like judge the game for what it is and not like what I want the game to be. Uh, yeah. I really do do like these characters, Sean and um, Daniel. Daniel is the little kid who gets the telekinesis, basically. And through his kind of discovery, or it wasn't like he discovered this power. It was more like it just happened because their dad got shot by a cop. and It's like this whole, this whole thing. And so now that they're uh, assuming, okay, well, we're going to get blamed for killing this cop because your telekinesis power killed this cop. Yeah. Um, which is loose as a premise, I think. But whatever. You're teens. You decide, you decide to run away. That makes sense. And the whole game is them kind of running away, discovering this power, and, and figuring things out. But, and I like that a lot. I like a lot of the characters we meet. Where it falls apart for me not falls apart, but where I like it a lot less is, is that plot point. Like there's no way, there's no forensic evidence that you can use telekinesis, right? Like, is that a thing? That's not, I I must have missed that CSI episode, right? Like it's not (laughs) a thing. So let's assume, and obviously there's like racism involved with this and, and, and all that. Like, and I, I get that and that's done very well. Uh, and very pertinent as well in today's society. But your two kids, if you had, if you had just gotten arrested at the very beginning of the game, it would have been like, well, what happened? Oh, uh, that guy, the cop shot our dad, and then something blew up, and I don't know, the cop's dead now. And that would have been it, because yeah. there, would, there would be no way to pin you or, or Daniel, Sean or Daniel, as the murderer. You can't prove that he has telekinesis because he's just going to lie and say no. So Right, and it's like, who's who's going to believe that, and, 
like, oh, I suspect that he did it with his yeah, mind. Yeah, who's like, going to believe what? that? It's like, <laughs> You're out it of your looks mind. like something blew up. There's no eyewitnesses that remember anything. So it's just like, well, something blew up. I don't know. And now the cop's dead. Who knows what happened? At worst, you're just going to get some kind of uh, accidental manslaughter thing. But yeah. even that you couldn't prove. So that's like the entire premise of the game hinges on that and them running away from it. And I feel like it would have been stronger if uh, Daniel had literally killed the cop. And it was like, oh, shit, we have to run because this has ruined your whole life. Like, we're going to run. That makes more yeah, sense. You're not cop killer. Yeah, you kill the cop. Instead of, they're going to blame us and they're going to separate us. I'm like, they're not, though, because nothing happened. <laughs> uh, so it, the whole plot hinges on that. And I, I, can, I can let that go for the most part because Sean is 16 and it's like, oh, shit, our dad just got killed. We're out. That makes sense. You're a dumb kid. But then yeah. as the game continues, you keep meeting adults and more and more adults that you kind of let in on your plan. And they just all seem fine with your plan of running away when the obvious answer is to not do that <laughs> ever. Yeah. Uh, and, and that, it, I don't know, maybe I get hung up on the wrong things, but the entire plot is that. And not only that, episode four, you have to do some things that literally make you a criminal. Like, it went from, oh, we just ran away, and maybe that's a crime, who knows, to now you're doing hard time. Like, you 100% are doing hard time for your actions. And it's like, I can't, I don't like Sean anymore. I don't like this character. He's doing stupid shit. And episode four also, the plot with uh, uh, Daniel, the kid, also is rushed, and I don't think it works very well. I, the first three episodes I really liked. I was I was totally in. I could forgive the kind of goofiness because they were on the run and whatever. And fine, fine, right? Yeah. But it just goes off the rails in ways I'm like, no. There's so many adults around you right now. All of them should be telling you, don't do this. <laughs> All of them. But every single one is like, I guess that's a good plan. Yeah, run away to Mexico. Okay. Like, what? No, that's a bad plan bad plan but i did like the endings there's four endings i watched them all um i like the ending i got and i like it overall and i love the characters of daniel and sean they do a really good job with that um overall and i i can't say it was terrible based on the last two episodes because parts of those episodes were really good uh, it's just as a whole that really drags it down and it leads it not to a conclusion I don't like, but the journey, oddly enough, the journey to the conclusion ended up being like, this is just fucking stupid. Why is this the plot? Um, they do this thing at the end of almost every single, I think every single episode actually, where it just time jumps like six weeks and it feels like such a narrative cop out in certain moments uh, what the biggest strength I thought one of the biggest strengths of Life is Strange one was that it was like a week, it, so this episode is Monday, maybe going into Tuesday, and the next episode's just Tuesday. Like it really was just that little moment in time, and it also it stuck around that high school and these kids, and you got to learn about every single character, and, and I think that worked in their lives and how that changes as the the plots of that week go forward. In this game, it's every episode is a new set of characters, basically. And you're learning... And I, I like all these people, but I didn't get to know any of them as intimately as I did the characters of Life is Strange 1. Uh, it, it, I don't know. It, it, this sounds... I always sound really negative, I feel like. but uh, No, but, like, I mean, you have... I'm a, you have really good, like, viewpoints on it because you're a fan yeah, of the original uh, series. And I've been hearing a lot of good things about this um about like life is strange 2 just recently and i think it's because the episodes all finally came yeah, out they recently did just come out um and you know I, it's definitely not my type of game but i always like hearing about the story of them i feel like the episodic thing is really killing just killing the i don't know the the hype <laughs> the hype about it but being able to like keep up with it and enjoy it 
because I imagine people like, you know, it kind of got started on like what one or two episodes kind of back to back, maybe a couple months apart, if anything. But then it just like died out for a while. And it feels like it took forever for the other three or four episodes to come out. And now it's like now after all these other games have come out and have made huge impressions, then Life is Strange 2 finally is done. And then you're kind of like left with this feeling of like, well, I wish that would have been over a lot quicker. <laughs> I wish it would have came out a lot quicker. Sure. It- it's just it's just weird. I just don't think that that works anymore. I don't mind it. I I do wish it kind of adhered to a a strict schedule of hey, this is coming out in January and then the next episode's in even if it's May, right? Even if it's long away. If it has yeah. that schedule, I I think it can work. Uh I don't know. We'll see if they do it again. I will say these episodes are pretty long. They're uh, probably all 3 hours at least. Um yeah. Yeah, three to four hours each one. Um, there's a lot of content. It, it's worth the journey. Uh, I did really like it. It has these awesome moments where you're kind of raising, air quotes, Daniel um, and teaching him to use his powers and stuff. And that that's really cool. But I don't know. Overall, it's like I said, my favorite parts were really stuff relating to the first game or Lila who just goes away (laughs) and it's tragic what happens to her too. Um, and it's only alluded to, and I, and I like that, but, and all the life is strange stuff is, uh, one is only alluded to as well. Um, primarily, I don't know. It's, it's on game pass. I definitely think if you're even vaguely interested in it, if you like the first season series, whatever, uh, it's worth playing i and it's not even like oh they didn't have max and chloe so i don't like it it's just the narrative didn't didn't work i think they kind of went too big and grand with it i, I mean i guess you're solving a murderer like a, a serial killer in the first game so it's not <laughs> and that was my big criticism with the first game was that this should have literally been slice of life we don't need a villain we don't need anything just uh oh, shit, I have powers. What does this mean? I'm reconnecting with my friend after six years. That's it. That's the game. Like That should have been the game. Um, and I love it in spite of that. It, but, yeah. but it's not like... It doesn't hinge on a narrative choice that I don't think makes any sense and would have been solved by like some person, like a witness. Like an eyewitness would have been like, they didn't do it. Okay, solved it. Like, yeah. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> No need to run anymore, I kids. Know, Come on. I just, <laughs> I want to spoil it because it's like it's so fucking stupid. But that's yeah. like it's not spoil. Like they, their dad dies in the first hour. Um, Lila's only in the first hour. Spoilers. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, she doesn't. She's fine, as far as I know. She's fine. Um, okay. <laughs> she doesn't die. I don't know. It's good. Yay. But also, eh. That's. I, I just think the episodic stuff isn't working anymore. I think they should come out with... I mean, if if they follow, like, every month it's a new episode and they stick to that schedule so that, like, the overall conversation about that game just doesn't die out. Because it... I mean, I feel like it wasn't talked about most of the year. No. When the first Life is Strange was... I feel like it was talked about all year long because those episodes came out a little bit quicker. No, I think that that's definitely hindsight because I remember looking at Life is Strange episode one... Um, and wanting to play it, but I was like, oh, I'll wait, I'll wait for all the episodes. And it was a good year, year and a half, I believe, for all the episodes to come out. And it wasn't until that final episode that I felt a lot of people were talking about it. Okay. Um, maybe that helps bring back the conversation. I, I yeah, know. I think it could go either way. I just, maybe, it's, maybe it's the answer that, like, five episodes is too many. And, and if you had, maybe. like, three or even two... Like if you had just two long, just two episodes. long episodes where it was like, okay, this Part one's one coming out in a year, in a year, episode two is coming out. That, that could yeah. be interesting. It gets two big pops and, and that's it. But who knows? Also, if you ever, anyone plans on playing this game, don't look at the images that they put up. Um, it's like, oh, this is episode five. There's like a, a preview image that'll show up on the Xbox dashboard or whatever to download it, and it's a spoiler mm-hmm. image. And there's like a bunch, there's like a bunch of spoiler shit you could just accidentally he, uh, see that's in their actual 
just marketing and images and stuff. It's really weird. Um, hmm. But. Okay. Yay. <laughs> yay. There's snow in the game. Did you know that? I didn't know. We had snow here today. We almost got snow here. It was like fucking 30 degrees this morning. <laughs> Damn it. Ridiculous. <laughs> All right. What else you been playing, Joel? Um, I, so I played, I started playing Dead Cells and this is a game I've been wanting to play since I first heard about okay. it. Um, and I am glad I got to play it finally. I'm glad that it's now like out and there's all this new extra content that I'm going to get into because I love this game so far. I like all the different types of like abilities. I like the way it plays. Um, what are you playing it on? I probably... Uh, I'm playing on X on oh, Xbox okay. on Game Pass Ooh. because why the hell else would I buy another game ever again? Yeah, right. <laughs> I basically don't think I ever have to buy another game ever again unless it's like a PlayStation exclusive. It's at this almost point. like that. Yeah. 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 I mean, then there's some stuff I'll probably just want to get on PC, but who knows? Um, but yeah, I really like it. I love the like style of it. I like the way it plays. Uh, I like that some of the runs can be over really quick because I might not get like the loadout I want or like the weapons I'm looking for. Um, I definitely really like ice grenades for sure. So it can freeze people and I'm just really digging it, especially cause um, those types of games I've just been super into lately and it, it kind of coincides with like my third game that I've been playing. So it's, I'm just kind of into those games for like palate cleansers for when I'm like, Okay, I've been playing a lot of RE3 or RE2, so I need to, like, relax with the game. It's just going to be fun and not stressful. So I'll play – I play, like, Dead Souls for a little bit. And then my kids kind of took over the Xbox, so ah. I sat back and played uh, <laughs> a different game. The The one thing I do love about Game Pass, besides everything it offers, is that there's a lot of games on there that I forgot about. And, like, games that I still need to play, like Ori mm -hmm. and The Blind Forest um, – Outer Wilds and Outer Worlds are both on there, which I know I've been hearing things about Outer Wilds that makes me want to get into that hmm. before I even want to play Outer Wilds or Outer Worlds. God I know damn it's it. not good. <laughs> it's a mess, and I think they're right near each other on the Game Pass list too. Of course, um, <laughs> yeah. There's just so much, and I play like there, like I just want to play everything now, which is awful because I don't have the time for that. <laughs> which is kind of perfect that we're making a resolutions list because there's some things on there that are probably going to help me stay on track <laughs> but yeah dead cells really fun i can't believe they're gonna try to put that on mobile i think that's crazy of them to try that's to do that garbage idea yeah i know but uh i do kind of wish i had had it on switch as long as it would run the same because i could totally see myself just going through a run like while i'm laying in bed trying to get myself to go to sleep because that game is just it's just a good time good i i didn't yeah. love that game at all but i know i'm in the minority Fast, the very small minority that didn't like that game much. Well, what didn't you like about it? I don't um, know. I just thought the progression was too slow. Uh, I okay. didn't like that. I didn't necessarily mind that runs could be over very quickly. It was that you could accidentally step on something and then it's like, bum, 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 dead. I'm like, well, I didn't even fucking know yeah, what was yeah. happening. I had one of those moments and I was kind of like, oh, shit. Because that was like my first good run. Yeah. And I got through, I think, like, a couple levels, and I felt like I was doing really good. And then I think I stepped on something, which then had yeah. some sort of, like, draining effect, which then killed me eventually. Yeah, I, I don't... Uh, that was sad. I don't know. It, it just... I also don't really love the animation and, like, the art style of it. Um, oh, really? I actually really like it. No, it's got this faux pixel art style that kind of bothers me. Um, but, it, but it's more related to just like that. the locomotion. You're just kind of slippery. Uh, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Like there, there's some times where it feels like you're not going to stop at the edge or yeah, something like that. It almost feels like you're playing as very sticky jello. And not, okay. I, I don't know. I can, <laughs> just I can see that. The, like a slime, almost like meat. Yeah. Boy. Like a, like a meat boy slime man with a sword or something. Um, <laughs> it was fine, but I, I, I want I'm like a normal Metroidvania, I guess. That's that's what I want. Yeah. Cool. Well let's uh keep on rolling. 
Okay, my other games are smaller discussions. Um, I played probably about six hours of Indivisible, which I, for some reason, thought it was a Metroidvania e game. I I don't. Oh, I was yeah. a little I was a little off. Um, it does have a lot of platforming and it's light, kind of. Uh, oh, there's a hidden thing over here, and you might have to go back to get that. Uh, but it's primarily, I would say, an action, kind of an action RPG. It's a, it's not turn-based. It's um, it's like action. What is it? The ATB, like it's Chrono like, Trigger Cross, whichever. Yeah. So it's it's uh, if you ever played like I think they're Valkyrie profile games. No. It's a lot like those. No. That so they they kind of were inspired by those games oh, okay. to make this game. Where like I think each character is tied to a different face yes. button, right? Yes. Yeah, so that's... Each, oh, man, I've been hearing about this game for a while. Each character is tied to a face button, and then... So if you do, like, um, attack, like just normal attack, it does this thing. But if you press up attack, it maybe it spikes the enemy into the air. Or if you press down attack, it does an AoE attack with that character. And you have four different characters, each assigned to a face button. And, you know, you kind of level up how many attacks you get so you start with like one button press and then you'll get two and three and i think it goes up to five um but that that's basically it and that's the combat you're fighting these things and sometimes they're guarding so that means you got to do two different attacks like an up attack and then a down attack and then that breaks their guard and then you can swarm people in and do various things i liked that um and i liked the kind of light platforming it did it just and this goes into the resolutions later. I didn't, I wasn't blown away by this. Um, and I kind of wanted it to either be a platformer and focus on that or be an RPG where I can go and get new equipment and learn skills and, and grind for experience points and, and all like traditional JRPG stuff. But it doesn't do either. So it's kind of just you're platforming through a, a kind of linear level then there's some plot and then you fight a couple things and then you kind of move on. Like it just, it, I don't know. It didn't do much for me. So I just kind of bounced off of it. Okay. Um, the story is very tropey to the point of where I think they're just fucking around. Um, I'm not, I'm not exactly <laughs> sure. Uh, like the story's not taking itself seriously or like, no, it's definitely not. It's and just, it's very yeah, like, okay. This guy was in the Empire, but he was being used, and now he's uh, he's realizing that he was on the wrong side, and he, so he serves you now. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. Um, and your mother, you didn't know your mother, but your dad raised you. And he's like, oh, maybe I should tell you about this, but now's not the time. And then he dies, and your village is destroyed, and you got to get revenge. You know, it's like you've seen all this shit before, and it's kind of fun. Um, yeah. And a lot of the dialogue actually once you get past that nonsense is genuinely funny and and vaguely interesting enough. Uh, it just, it was one of those things where I was like, I don't need to play more of this game. I think I've seen enough. I get it. It's not necessarily for me. So um, um, it was a game fly game. So I just sent it on its way. What'd you play it on? It was on Xbox. Okay. Yeah. It's it's not it's not on Game Pass, huh? No, it's not on Game Pass. Dang, dang. Not dang. yet. Not yet. Eventually. Now I just look for that. I just look. Is it on Game Pass? Yeah. Are well, they bringing it to Switch? No. What's the probability <laughs> of this being on Game Pass? Let me right? see. It's so true. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Well, that's you know that's just a pointing about the game, but. I've been hearing a lot of good things from it, like listening to Giant Bomb's Game of the Year deliberations, and I remember hearing about it when it first came out, and I was like, oh, dude, that seems very much like uh, Valkyrie Profile, and then a lot of people were talking about how it's it's like very much that, it's inspired by it, and I remember loving those games way back, way back when. Maybe if it does show up on Game Pass, maybe I'll give it a shot. I would love to I hear like someone who's more of a fan. I, if it was, like, th- this game is so close to being something I love. It's just like a little more of that RPG-ness of it. You know, it wasn't like I could go and buy equipment or anything like that. I just wanted 
that a little more of, of that and grinding or yeah just a little bit but again I don't want to wish that this game is something it's not it's like oh if it had that it would have hooked me it doesn't it's not for me yeah cool all right well i will go with my last game on my that i've been playing which is a lie because i've been playing a lot of other shit but like <laughs> these are the main ones i've been playing um bloodstained so ritual of the night of course not the not the other one curse curse of the moon i think is the other one um yes so ritual of the night um i have been having such a good time with that game I started re I started playing it again because of Giant Bomb and their Game of the Year stuff, and I listened to this video of Dan Riker talking about some of the craziest shards that he wished he had played with, and just hearing about that game made me like want to go back and play it and see some of the crazy shit that they were talking about. And damn, I love that game. That game is so good, and it's just fun. It's just easy as hell. I haven't had any like difficulty in it. Um, I'm just running through with my. I have like the uh, I'm trying to remember what sword it is but you basically you fling it and it spins back and then okay. there's um and then i just boosted up my fire or my flame cannon or whatever so then i shoot that so i've just i've just been having a good time with that game i just realized that you could pick up quests from like this one lady and you can go and get like extra i guess items from her once or they just give them to you i guess once you complete her little quests but oh, it's a yeah, good game people. i just i just made it to like the you just got like the pass for the train, and so I just did the train part and beat that boss. Oh, okay, train's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's a good game. I really like it. I wish I would have played more of it sooner, and because it probably would have ended up on my at least my top five. Because I've been really having a good time with it. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, I fell off that game. I, I keep playing. I want to. I, I kind of also want to know how close to the end I just gave up. But <laughs> okay, well you're probably ahead of where i am then yeah yeah by yeah i think i think that game at a certain point kind of you know how like symphony of the night it turns the castle upside down or whatever sure. or the mansion so this kind of has something like that from what i heard um but yeah. i'm not exactly sure how long this game is i imagine it can't be like super long but i feel like i played close to 20 hours of it i'm like at six or seven hours i think i think if i check my steam it says like eight but i know that's that's not exactly right when I look at my game time. Oh, well, yeah, sure. Yeah. But yeah, I'll let you know. I'm going to keep playing it. I, I, I'm i having a good time with it. It's it's weird because, like, so I've been playing with the DualShock 4, and it's only mapped. Like, when you look at the screen, it's only showing Xbox buttons. <laughs> so I finally plugged in an Xbox controller to play it, and it felt really weird. So I just unplugged it and put my DualShock 4 back on. <laughs> That's fair. That that's one thing of that I I do, I mean I ha, I guess I haven't played enough with the Xbox controller, but I do still really like the DualShock Four more. Uh, for a game like that, I, I it's just my inner fanboy. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. I don't know. It's we'll tough. see when I play Gears on the PC and see which controller I end up loving. Oh yeah, I want to hear you play Gears. That'll be interesting. I did download it. <laughs> Seven thousand gigs later. Yeah. I know, right? I did I did start it. I just uh, played a little bit. And I was like, nope, nope, nope. Too much to do. Too much to do. Too much to do. <laughs> Anyways, that's all I got for Bloodstain. Ben, why don't you finish off this section of the podcast with the last game that you've been playing? Okay. Um, so I've been playing Baba Is You, which is an mm. indie game I've been wanting to play since it came out, I think in January or February. It's been a long time. Uh, and it's a puzzle game. Uh, oh, if, yes. you, if you haven't seen it, it's this very basic looking puzzle game with just colors. <laughs> it's basically like a programming game kind of, right? Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> I heard about it on Giant Bomb. On the screen will be text and it'll be... Uh, think of it as a grid, but it'll say Baba is you. And you can push around other stuff, other words, to make different phrases. So if you push the word rock down where Baba is you, and it said, said rock is you, you're now moving the rock instead of Baba. Uh, and that Is that like rock is you kind of a thing? 
rock is you. That's like, that happens a lot. Uh, you are often rock. And there's other stuff where um, rock is move. That means you can move the rock. But then maybe there's a rock in your way and you can't move it. But you can move the text uh, that says rock is move. And so you just move the the that equation, like that part of that equation out and then it doesn't yeah. work anymore. And so now you can pass through the rocks because they don't, you can't move <laughs> it's them. It's a weird game. Or wait, it's, I'm getting some of these words wrong, but you understand what I'm saying. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I've, I've seen people play it and it, it's like, it's a, to me, it looks really weird, but like once you kind of understand what it's doing, then you kind of get it and you're kind of like, Oh, I see. I can see how this can be really challenging too. It's pretty wild. Uh, I love puzzle games and I also, can kind of program sort of not well but i understand it um so it's really cool to to do shit like that and it starts getting to where um like baba where i am now baba is baba is you and float so i'm floating and then other things are floating or not floating and then i gotta i think one of the puzzles i had to push something underneath a floating river and then I had to make the river not float and then push something back into the river so that I could cross it. It was like this bizarro world solution. And, and all the puzzles feel very open-ended. Like you're just grasping at all the pieces and trying to determine like, well, what if I did? Okay. But what if, and then if I, okay. And then what if I move that over here? And it's really cool and wild sometimes where, there was one, um, like there was a wall and I couldn't push next to the wall was, um, I think it was, uh, it, there was something next to the wall that I couldn't push, but I needed to push that out of the way, but I could turn the wall into keys. I could turn all the walls into keys, but the keys would kill me if I touched them because key was death. Uh, he is dead. He is dead. You is dead. Right. But I turned all the walls into keys. And then because the walls were keys and no longer walls, like walls were solid. So I couldn't push things through them. Then I could push something else into the keys that destroyed the other solution, turned the keys back into walls. And then I could walk through the walls. <laughs> like it was so elaborate, but it it's just these bizarro solutions that are so cool and fun to figure out i i booted it up i'm like oh, okay I'll, I'll test this out and whatever yeah and then i, I what stopped. are you playing it on it's on pc that i'm playing oh, okay. i know it's on switch as well but that it'd be really good on switch but i'm on pc um <laughs> i'm never gonna play it anything on my switch unfortunately <laughs> uh I, I i close out the game on steam and it's like you played three hours i'm like really <laughs> what the fuck was i doing uh, it, it just the time goes by I'm like, like one more puzzle like one more of these puzzles um, and some of them are really really brain teasy uh, really it's not a cakewalk even from the beginning it kind of asks you to really start thinking about things and it's a different it's not a puzzle game like other puzzle games so it can be hard to figure out like, you haven't played really a game like this before yeah. Because um, not only will you be managing these equations on the map, you'll also be kind of like, I can't, you can push this stuff, but you can't pull it. So you'd have to give yourself enough space to walk around something in case you want to move it again, if that makes sense. So you can sometimes have to manage all your space in these little caverns and while also solving the puzzle. It's, it's pretty wild, but I really enjoy it. I want to play it's not like it's going to be in my top five or anything, but I, I want to play more of it. Um, this, this holiday week coming up holiday week. You know, I work most of the days. <laughs> the yeah. I, I had like Christmas day off and then I have new year's day off. Other than that, I'm like working. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. But it was, it was nice to have like Christmas off. And then like I worked Thursday, I actually called in sick Friday and then I worked and then I didn't work Saturday, Sunday, obviously, but those days were nice. <laughs> nice holidays. But yeah, Baba's You. It's definitely a game I won't play because I don't like puzzle games. But yeah. I've all like I loved hearing um what's funny, his name is Ben as well. <gasps> ben from uh, Giant Bomb explain it and it sounded like he was going crazy <laughs> during it's one wild. of the episodes. It was so funny. <laughs> 
that's why i remember that game so well because i was like oh my god <laughs> it's it's a bizarro world game yeah all right ben well we're you know close to 45 minutes actually we're 45 minutes in to, to the episode let's get to our main topic which <sighs> is our gaming resolutions for 2020 um i'm just gonna kind of like if you want i can list mine and then give you my reasoning for why i i picked these and then you can do yours i mean you can do yours one by one because we've accidentally yeah. uh picked very similar ones let's do that so okay. i'll i'll give you my one i'll explain my reasoning behind it and then you can go on your on your one sure all right so this one will come of no surprise to anybody but i will my, one of my resolutions for this year for all of 2020 at least by the end of it, I will reach max level in Final Fantasy XIV online. My reasoning behind it is because I bought the complete edition <laughs> for PS4, money. so I have all the expansions. I have, which is a, such a killer deal if you're out there, people. Is that deal still and going on? It's still going on right now. It's thirty bucks. You get everything. You just have to decide if you want to play it on console or PC. I chose console because I figured that's where i'm gonna play it the most most likely okay i mean can i play with you on pc yeah totes uh all right maybe maybe <laughs> maybe it, i had a hard time thinking about like where am i gonna play it but the thing i thought about was if i'm just like wanting to run some dailies or something like that i can sit on the couch and just play it with my oh, controller sure. and it's, the controller mapping is actually not bad especially if you're just using like i'm using a black mage so like my rotations are pretty simple mm -hmm. they're not crazy or anything so i don't really need a whole ton of buttons to use no when i played it before i used the controller yeah it's it's really well yeah, done it's not bad because i use the controller on pc a lot of the time when i'm just running around doing quests anyways yeah yeah i'd rather yeah, that's my reasoning that. behind that yeah and i, I don't want to get like max gear level or anything like raid ready or anything like that i just want to hit level 80 i think it is now i don't even know what the max is i don't that's part of the journey oh okay that's fair you know what fair but yeah I, the stories are so good in it and it's just such a fun game anyways let's move on to your number okay. one. okay well i realized i was looking at my list i think my one and two are the same i just worded it differently oh okay i'm i'm just <laughs> dumb so i added another one um but i'll wait for that one because it's going to tie into your next things uh, I want to play, it's been a long time, I want to play a JRPG and really get into it. Like a, not like a Nino Kuni 2 or whatever, but like a turn-based, like not Persona 5, hopefully, good God, but something <laughs> more like that. Like I was looking at the Final Fantasy VIII remaster, I was like, I want to play something like that. Yeah, some classic JRPG because I used to really play a lot of them and love them. It just never hasn't happened lately. There is, they just take a lot of time. That's it's kind fine. of the trouble that I've run into with them because same thing. I was like trying to play through Final Fantasy VII this year, and I was like, man, it, like I just don't know this game anymore, and so it's been really hard to like get back into it. <laughs> and with remake on the way, it's like, sure, should I even struggle to get through it? <laughs> should I even mess should with this I, guy? Should I even? Nah, I, I want to kind of, even if it's something like going back and playing Golden Sun or something, I want to I wanna do something yeah. like that. Maybe I'll finally play through all of Final Fantasy VI. I've never beaten it. Yeah. Okay. Maybe something like that. That might be fun. I think that's on the Switch, right? I can do that through the Super Nintendo garbage. I think Who the I fuck think knows. They I know they have like Dragon, I don't know, Breath of Fire, I think. Nintendo they doesn't even know. I have the NES Mini, so it's on that if I have to. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. If I must, Joel. That's a that's a pretty good one. It's about time. Like, you know, it's only 30 years late that I'm playing this game, so why yeah, not? Yeah. No better time than now, I guess. <laughs> oh, you're remaking 7? I'm going to play 6. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> gotta, gotta get ready for 7. Let me replay 6. Right? I gotta get yeah. know where these characters are gonna go. I know. <laughs> I want to know their story. <laughs> I gotta know, man. <laughs> that's pretty good. Cool. Well, I'll move on to my second, which um, I will play more indie games. I enjoy indie games, and I feel like this last year I really didn't play many of them, mm -hmm. which I usually play a ton, but I can really only think of like two that I dedicate a lot of time to, which was like Forager and um, Risk of Rain 2, but 
I maybe played five hours total on each one. So it really wasn't very much. And that's where a lot of like great games are. They're indie games. And like, I missed, you know, playing ape out and, um, that's on game pass, which is on game pass. Um, there's, there's just a lot of indie games that I did miss out on that. I think I would enjoy. So, uh, I am going to eventually play untitled goose game. Um, I hear good and bad things about it either way, but I want to kind of see for myself what I think of it. Yeah, that is my, I, that was also one of mine was to play more indie games. I agree with you completely. I, think this year i played very few and i usually usually there's something i know uh was it like two years ago now i put la mulana 2 as my like third best game of the year yeah uh there's nothing that collection's coming out soon too i think fucking finally i almost want to buy it just because i love those games but i i there's nothing like that this year um even i think 2017 i had her story as one of my favorite games of the year. Um, and the kind of spiritual successor to that came out this year. I haven't played it yet. Uh, yeah, just, yeah. Did something about this year didn't wasn't conducive for me playing a lot of these indie games. And some of them, like uh, my friend Pedro or like my name, Goose my Game, name my name is whatever the fuck that, that <laughs> name of that game is, uh, just didn't oh, no, do it, it is for my me. Friend is right? my friend Pedro. It, it's one of the two. <laughs> But I, but I agree. I think we had, this happened last episode. Well, I don't know. I don't know the name of the game. It's my friend Pedro. Some dude named Pedro. I think it's my friend Pedro. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. That's what I said. I know, but then I corrected you with the wrong title, which and I ignored you because you're dumb. We had, re- yeah. we had reverse roles last episode. We don't <laughs> you know said, what You said my name is Pedro. <laughs> I said no. It's my friend is Pedro, or my friend Pedro. Oh Jesus, we've lost it. <laughs> what a mess. What a mess. Uh, I agree. More indie stuff. It's going to be tough next year, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I mean, was it just not a good year for indies, or do you think we just, like, had way too much going on? I, I don't know. That's a good question. There was a lot of good indie stuff. I think it was also there was just a lot of decent AAA games fairly often so you didn't have to find time for the uh guacamole twos or whatever it was like oh, oh let me just let me play fire emblem game. for yeah. seventy five thousand hours that's true it feels like there was less of that time to go around yeah there Very was a gaps like every month had something in it it wasn't you know there wasn't a lull of weeks and weeks so, oh let me play this indie game let me play that one and when there was i would play these things I'm like eh not really into it uh there's a bunch of games like what the golf i wanted to play i didn't play any of this shit i don't play nothing yeah nothing nothing cool all right well that kind of goes along with the next one <laughs> nothing i will not force myself to play games i'm not enjoying so if there's a game I'm playing and I just don't like it, I'm not going to force myself to play. I'm just going to be like, nope, I'm out. The other stuff to play. Mm-hmm. And I think in the past I've like tried to push through some games and I just did not enjoy them. Um, I don't want to do that anymore. I think like Fallout 76 is a perfect example of like, oh, I like this game. I'm, no, I really like it. I'm going to try to push through this shitty part. And then I got to a point where I was like, nope, this game sucks. I'm out. <laughs> Never again. Never again. But yeah, I just, you know, I want to enjoy my time because now like my gaming time is so limited. It feels like that I want to try to just enjoy the time I have and make sure I'm enjoying the games I'm playing so that I can talk positively about them <laughs> and not just be like bitter. And all like me, bitter about even things I love. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Can't funny. find joy in anything. Uh, that This was also one of mine. Um a little bit different, but uh, I, I have in the past very much, you get stuck in that cycle. Like, well, I've put in a bunch of hours into this. I ha- I should finish it or I should do this or uh, mm. like, Oh, I need to go and, and uh, play more of astral chain or I need to play like, Oh, I got very deep into code vein, but I didn't finish that. And, and 
And then I looked at it and I said, I don't really want to, like, I don't really want to do these things. And, and that's okay. I really need to let go and, and just not care. It's what I did with indivisible where I I might've in the past been like, well, I got this from Gamefly. I should play more of it. It's like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not into it. I don't really, I'm wasting my time. I don't, I'm not owing this game anything. Just let it go. Yeah. And it's healthy. Yeah. And I think even if you do put in like, let's say you put in 20 hours into a game and you're just not enjoying it and you're like, maybe I should just force myself to see it through. It's like, I mean, if you're not enjoying the game, is it really that important to find out what happens at the end? Because mm-hmm. then that would mean that the story did grab you and you're enjoying that part of it. But maybe just the gameplay sucks. Well, what I did with my friend, neighbor, Pedro... <laughs> was i i just watched uh i mean watched is a strong word watched a uh a playthrough of it and i skipped around like every five minutes oh that's a boss okay cool that's the next area okay cool i just did that to the end took me about five minutes like okay cool like i get it that's fine i don't need to play that yeah. same with goose game i just watched the last third of the game that i didn't get to do because fuck that game uh and well that's cute all right i get it I don't I don't need to sit there and force myself to do this thing that I I really care to do. Yeah. It's not fun. So why? Why? Yeah, why aren't games fun? God. I know, imagine that. Uh, Maybe I should stop playing it when it's not fun. Hmm. Retire. <laughs> We're switching to only board games. No, I'm bored. Yeah. <laughs> Instantly. Cool. Yeah. I mean there's I mean, I feel like in general, like a lot of these things are just for our own, <laughs> like uh, just because we don't have a lot of time to play games that much anymore. Because I know you got busy with work. I yeah got really busy with work, and so like there's just a lot of limited time. But I only have time uh, to play Death Stranding. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, hundred hours. That was pretty much all I played for a month. <laughs> it felt like yeah, except for Jedi. Oh, good old Jedi. Good old Jetty. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for our Game of the Year lists uh, to go out for thegamefanatics.com. Those are going to be good. I like reading those. They're going to be pretty diverse this year. Of all years, this is... Yeah, it's going to... I had a hard time getting my list together. Yeah. I, I really when I did, did my I was... list, like, I have a top two that are locked. And then, like, yeah. the next eight, I feel like I could move them around pretty much anywhere. <laughs> yeah not- it's tough when like my favorite game of the year is not a 2019 game that's what made it really hard for me <laughs> that's usually so like hard for you about it yeah well like the thing is like i like i've played i played a lot of games this year that i guess ended up being 2019 games too but like there's just some that i felt were really good but weren't as good as like other games that i've just put off for so long hmm um, but unfortunately, I can't put those on the list because rules, you know. <laughs> yeah, there's there's hard rules. Because <laughs> rules that make sense, you know. <laughs> Anyways, well, Ben, any last words before we leave this lovely podcast episode? Oh man, it's been quite the year. Been quite the year. <laughs> the, the the least celebratory. Uh, new year's podcast yeah yeah i'm excited for for what's coming this year with games so uh, i'm excited uh once we get through our game of the year episode which will be next episode episode 18 um episode 19 will be a look into the future we'll be having uh our predictions for the year um give us a little bit of time to kind of think about them and kind of jot them down and maybe have like a good reasoning behind them maybe some like rumors or something like that sure Um, i think we could do predictions and then we can do crazy predictions Ooh, i like that idea too yeah all right well for our game of the year episode we're gonna have some uh maybe just a couple categories that aren't the normal categories that you probably hear on other podcasts um we want to do things a little bit differently something a little more fun and uh especially to just our podcast so um you will be able to catch that on the next episode um next week goodbye thanks for listening